Welcome, everybody. Today, we're going to talk about a wonderful book by Christopher Browning called Ordinary Men. And Christopher Browning is an amazing, amazing author because he's written a lot of stuff about Nazi Germany and how things happen and, and the tint that we often miss when we talk World War II and stuff like that. Because we talk about that era. We only talk about what happened. We never talk about how we got there. And that is why reading books such as Ordinary Men is so important because it talks about on how we got there. So when we think about Nazi Germany, we think about Germany, Nazis, bad people, they did bad stuff, and they were special kind of people. And that is definitely not the case. They were not special kind of people. They were just people like you and me, who over time, due to our basic human instinct turn into monsters. And that is why it's important not to demonize people because once you demonize people, you put them in a special category. And once you put them in a special category, you no longer learn from them. So that is why it's important that we look at them as ordinary men who did heinous acts. So when we read about history, we read about what happened. We didn't read about how we got there, what emotions were at play. And that's very important because remember, majority of our brain is ruled by emotions. So the things that happened in Germany didn't happen overnight. It, it took a long, long time. It was a small, gradual place where Jews were taken away from being categorized as humans to like rodents, infestation. Those words were used, which made them easy to eradicate, in quotes, because now we know how terrible that is. So, again, we talked about not demonizing them. So, a lot of things what people don't understand is evolutionary, due to survival instinct, we like social hierarchy. We like being organized. We like being with similar people. And that is very important to understand because you and me living in today's society might think those are not important. But think about that on a very, very basic instinct. We like our baseball teams. We like to work with people we like. You know what I mean, so those instincts are still there. They're just fulfilled differently. And what, what has happened over time is, especially in that Germany around that time, is those instinct, instinct were met but they were met in a bad way. And over time, a generation was born that only believed in what Nazis believed in. Because remember, once you limit the information, and once a whole generation is born in that information, that is what they believe. Even in today's world, they go to North Korea, majority of the people are gonna believe what the government tells them because their information is so limited. In the first world country, even when we have abundance of information, we like to believe what we like to believe. Think about in countries like North Korea. They only have limited amount of information. And over time, a whole generation was born where the eradication, the way they thought, became the norm. And that is why it's important to read books like Ordinary Men. Because what happened was in Ordinary Men, people who were not fit for the army, people who were not fit for the military, were kind of drafted into the reserve police force. And when we think about World War II and stuff like that, we think about majority of the atrocities done by the SS or the Nazis, but majority of that bidding was actually done by the reserve police battalion, the reserve police. Ordinary men, such as farmers, such as business owners, who were drafted into the police battalion to do these atrocities. This happened over time. The Jews were portrayed as infestations. They were parasites and they need to be exterminated. And think about this just, just for a second. That after World War II, you're out of money, you have no food. And here this 
man comes in and tells you, hey, I'm going to give you everything you want. I'm your Lord and Savior. I'm going to make Germany great again because I can only do it. Nobody else can. And people who are hungry, people who are looked down on, they're like, okay, we'll go with it. Remember, at that point, Hitler didn't have the power. They still have the president who had the ultimate say. So over time, they got rid of the president due to they got enough people in parliament to do all that stuff. That's totally different. But at that point, he was giving them hope. People need hope. And when people are given hope, they will give up their liberties and freedoms. So over time, there's different decrees and limits how Germany can have military power. And Hitler comes in power and kind of finds a way around it. And he's sanctioned, but he still finds a way around it and stuff like that. And he creates the reserve battalion. And the only job the reserve battalion is the army and military goes over, they do their thing, and the reserve battalion is behind them doing the atrocities and stuff that Hitler wants them to do, including killing females, kids, men, eradicating the Jews so they can have a clean German people taking over the land because they wanted resource, they were out of resources. And uh, over time, the propaganda machine limited information and told hey, the Jews are attacking us, they're parasites, they live in filth, and they need to be eradicated. Because remember, it is very hard for one human to kill another human. It's nearly impossible. But if you tell them certain things, they will, because they're no longer considered human. Like even in African massacres, propaganda stated that these different tribes were not human. They were evil. They were just pure evil and they need to be eradicated. So it happens again and again. This is nothing new. It has happened since the time of human beings, since we started creating tribes. Before that, it was about resources, then it became about power. But at the end of the day, it's always about somebody getting in power and fulfilling some sort of human need they have. So what are the terrible acts these ordinary men did? They did a lot of, lot of terrible. And I want to start with the prison experiment. We all kind of know the prison experiment. I think it happened in the 1900s. And they gave power. What happened was they started an experiment where they were prisoners and they were just jailers. And the prisoners were there, but the jailers were taking care of the prisoners. And over time, what they saw is when if the jailers were not kept in check, they would become sedated. They would start doing things that normal people would not do and that is what i'm trying to get into this ordinary men is these were ordinary men recruited by hitler but they did sadistic things over time ordinary men can do sadistic things and then small massacres led to big things resettlements rounds they left to killing thousands and thousands of and over time like it became a game for them just for example you live in an environment where the more you do the more you reward it so that's what happens. These people, these low-level people, they were upping their body count. They would, at first, they would justify it, but after a while, it became like the more people you kill, the higher chances of promotion. So that's what they did. They wanted people to be proud of them. They wanted to go up on the ladder, and they killed people for that. They even killed people who fought for them in World War One as as their own fellow soldier and they even executed them because they were Jews. So it's amazing if you look at it how normal people were just doing atrocities. And remember, even though they were able to override a lot of their instincts, they still had that back of their mind that what they're doing is not because it's not easy to kill people. You go and you shoot them in the head. You're seeing dead bodies, it messes you up. It does. So they were compensating that with a lot of it. And they were trying to numb their pain. And over time, they become cruel because they had to create that block in order to do their job. It happens today. It has happened from the time. Even if you see from Civil War, you see these people taking pictures. You see them in shell shock. 
is always happen. It's not normal for one human to kill another human. And uh, it's easy to justify in the moment because we need some sort of justification. Without justification, it's very hard to carry your duty. So, for example, one of the soldiers, and they're now pulling people out and executing. So, one of the people justified as, hey, one of my fellow neighbor shot, but then I shot the female and the child because, well, it was easy for me to justify because the child could not live without the mother. So those little things matter. And then over time, the Jews were kind of portrayed as like we portray our animals. We, we eat meat. We eat all those stuff. We know how factory farming is, but we still love our hamburgers. We still love our chicken burgers. We know how it is. We really don't, we, we put it in the back of our mind. We really don't think about it that much. That's what the German population was doing at that point. They put it on the back of their mind. They weren't thinking about what was happening to the Jewish population because they were getting benefits in the short term. So over time, like for example, if there's any other population here, there's invasive species, we go out and we're like, hey, kill the invasive species. We don't think about it. The same thing happened with the, with the Jewish The population swelled and they would go out to shoot people just to reduce the population because it's hard to take care of the population because they're not considered humans. So those were some of the evil acts done by ordinary men. And of course, if you want to know more of the stuff they did, go ahead and review the uh, extended analysis. I'll have the link below. But those were some of the acts that changed ordinary men to sadistic. And a lot of times we like to say, oh, they're just following orders. And what happened was Christopher Browning goes to the Ministry of Justice and he starts pulling all these documents out. When they read the testimonies and all that stuff, they realized a lot of times these people were given a chance not to do so, but they still did it. That's why now you can't just say I was following orders. So for example, Major Trapp was a major of one battalion and he would he was given the order to go to this town and eradicate bunch of Jews and he gave people the option hey you have the option not to do so you can step out you can step out but uh, they didn't the reason being a lot of when people really dig down to it a lot of people said hey I don't want to feel weak with my fellow soldier like the basic of human instinct made them do atrocities I don't want to feel weak think about it and some of them refused totally the reason being they had lives back in Germany they had lives back home that they were able to go back to. They didn't need to be going up the ladder. They didn't need to go be the sergeant, lieutenant, or captain. They could simply just go back to their business. And that's why they didn't do the bidding because they're like, well, I don't have to because they were given the option not to do so. But a lot of young people who were born into this Nazi Germany, I want to do it because I'm going to be the sergeant. I'm going to be lieutenant. And those are very basic human instincts that made people do atrocities. So they were just not following orders. They were at times following their basic instinct. And remember, when Nazis came in power, they came into absolute power. So there was no checks and balances. So if you had any kind of issue with them, you would either be killed, put in prison. So there was no recourse at that point. And that's why it's so important to understand that nobody should have absolute power because when people come in absolute power, there's no checks and balances, there's no transparency. It always causes issues. So what were the major lessons we learned from this? Well, human responsibility is an individual matter. We all have to be responsible. The second thing is if anyone tells us that any culture, race, religion is considered less than human, that should raise concerns for everybody. And this is one of the hardest things we have to remember is no one should have absolute power. There should be always checks and balances because there's people going to come in and they're going to say, hey, 
uh, I'm the only one who can save you, this is going to hell, and all that, but no one person can make it better for you. It is an individual responsibility, and we can work as a collective to make it better for everybody, but no one person can change your whole life or make it better. And it is very easy to fall into systems where sometimes we're concerned about other facts, we're concerned about BS stuff. Oh, this is what culturally going on. But we have to keep in mind that people who are in power are kept in check. People who are making sure that our day-to-day -day life works are kept in check. So those things are very, very important. And one of the biggest things that we should keep in mind is when the government steps in to limit information. Not private companies. When the government steps into limiting information, that should be a big concern because the government should not be in charge of limiting information. That includes federal, local, whatever that is. Because once the information starts getting limited, they could, they'll be able to change your thoughts. And so forget about Facebook, Twitter, all these things. There are private companies. There's always going to be more private companies. But when the government comes in and say, hey, you can't have this, that should raise concerns because that's how people get into power. So a very interesting book. I'm going to leave the link below. Go ahead and definitely give it a try. The extended analysis for all this stuff is going to be in the link below on my personal website, abesharma.com. Go check it out. I go a little more in detail on what my uh, viewpoints are. It's a great, great way to kind of let it run in the background and just listen to it. If you're driving down and stuff like that because it opens your mind to different perceptions. So you guys have a great day. I'll see you in the next video. Bye-bye.